Good afternoon and uh, welcome to another uh, Thursday edition of the What's in the Cup podcast here from high atop the administration building at Georgia Southwestern State University. I am uh, Neil Weaver and uh, excited to talk about what's happening at the university this week. Seems like, uh, Jonathan, ever since you've been with me, we've been uh, we've been going on Thursdays. And so I appreciate you making that possible. We're going on Thursday because tomorrow is the annual uh, President's Classic Golf Tournament. And uh, fortunately for me, that means the president will be playing golf. And so I'll be out on the golf course uh, most of the day and uh, didn't think that recording the podcast while I was playing golf would be the best of ideas. So we're doing it here on Thursday and hope everybody uh, can uh, put up with another Thursday broadcast. And speaking of golf, we're, we are joined uh, this week by the head coach of the nation's number one ranked golf tournament, golf team, uh, Coach Darcy Donaldson joins us. So, Coach, welcome to the podcast. Good morning and uh, happy Gold Force Thursday to Absolutely. everybody. Absolutely. That's right. Gold Force Thursday. I, I have a gold tie on. That's the best I could do today. <laughs> As this weather gets a little colder, I think it's making it more difficult for me to stay in line with the it gold is, force. It is. It is a little bit different, but I guess if you... Uh, have to get gold pullover, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think, I think we can make that happen. Well, Coach, uh, the team is number one in the country. Did you see that coming? Um, I, I would have to... I've had that question quite a bit yesterday, actually. <laughs> um, yes and no. Um, I think that, uh, you know, with, with where the guys were coming in, I, I think we could see that. Um, you know, there's a lot, obviously a lot of good teams in the country, and uh, I think we, we clicked very well, very quickly, and, uh, you know, kind of just fun to, to watch them do their thing. So yes and no. Absolutely. Well, we are excited about the team. We're excited about what you've got going on, and we're going to spend a few minutes today talking about it and we appreciate you coming in and spending some My time pleasure. with us and uh, we always get started though with some discussion of our of our students and uh, our ability for our students to be successful and so a couple of things I wanted uh, to mention to get us started enrollment for both spring and summer classes is now open for all students I think the first couple days this week there were some um, some of our student categories get to enroll first and then we go uh, backwards, I guess, in the order of students, senior, junior, so forth and so on. Um, and so, but I think now that it's Thursday, maybe, maybe tomorrow, enrollment for all students is gonna be open. And so we wanna make sure that everybody's getting uh, in touch with their advisor, uh, making sure they're staying on track, getting the classes they need. Uh, I've been getting a couple emails today. New classes are being added. I think we added a new leadership course that is available. Uh, I got a note today about a biology course that um, students were having a little trouble getting enrolled in, but we've corrected whatever the technical issue was. Uh, and so uh, stay. Uh, people need to stay uh, aware of the changes and the uh, things that are happening with enrollment, make sure students are uh, getting in their classes. And then I also got a nice flyer uh, that talks about summer, uh, summer financial aid. If you're going to enroll in spring and summer classes, which we hope a lot of students do, uh, it's important that you be thinking about your summer financial aid right now. 
Uh, and if you need some assistance with that, you can go to the uh, GSW website, choose financial aid, and apparently uh, the frequently asked questions number 17 and number 18 are specific to uh, information about the year-round Pell. So if you're a Pell Grant uh, eligible student, you can get year-round Pell which is uh, somewhat new in the last couple of years. They brought that back. Uh, but also, if you're just uh, a student that's using their financial aid, uh, you can do that through the summer, and uh, you need to make sure you make the right choices and the right decisions. Uh, but if you're going to enroll in, sp in both spring and summer, go ahead and uh, talk to the financial aid office uh, about, about making sure your financial aid can be available. And uh, the last thing that I wanted to mention about student success, and I'm really I'm excited and interested in this particular uh, issue. The uh, student affairs area, student activities, is putting together some Clifton Strengths uh, for Students workshops. And so each Friday for the next four Fridays, starting tomorrow, uh, we'll have students will have the opportunity to participate in the uh, Clifton Strengths understanding Clifton Strengths. Uh, Dr. Boren. Uh, we'll be leading the one tomorrow, and then David Jenkins on November the 1st, uh, Dr. Bourne again on the 8th, and uh, LaToya Stackhouse on uh, November the 15th. Uh, this is a great way for students to better understand who they are and the strengths that they have and how they can apply those strengths uh, to not only their studies, but to their, uh, to their friendships, to their work with other students, to their potential careers as they move forward. So. I want to encourage all students to participate in that and uh, particularly for the freshmen who took the strengths uh, exam and, and found out a little bit more about their strengths during the orientation program. I think that'd be really interesting. So, um, I, I'm, Coach, I'm sure you, you have a pretty good idea what your players' strengths are and it's uh, always interesting in a relatively small group. There are about, what, seven of you? Six, yeah. We six have of six. you. And that... Uh, spend so much time together that certain people are good at certain things uh not just golf but i mean right, you know right. personality wise yeah, they're all a little different and yes trying are. to get them to get along and work yeah. together as part of being a coach right right absolutely um they kind of i think they see that in me as well you know we all we're not perfect we're you know we have our strengths and weaknesses and definitely see that in each one of them yeah um all right coach the uh the team started out this year unranked. Correct. But we knew we had a, at least one exceptional player. Right. Uh, Vinny was All-American last year when he was coming back. Um, but you said you kind of looked at the team and you saw some other things there. So talk to us about the team and, and some of the guys and, and uh, what we're seeing right. uh, that makes that makes the team go from unranked to number one right. in about four weeks. Um, it, it's, I, I think the, you know, the tournaments we played in are pretty big, um, you know, big fields, very highly ranked fields. Um, you know, over the, the four that we played, I think three of them were very strong. Um, I think the number two player this fall was a transfer, um, from Albany state. Uh, he's a junior came in and great kid, you know, good work ethic, um, kind of just did all the right things and came into, you know, a program with a new face and completely different than where he was. Um, had another junior college transfer from Dodge City Community College, who's from Thailand. Um, he's the number eight player in junior college last year. Wow. Tremendous experience coming from him. Um, and Simone Estrada was here last year, 
um, did not play, so he is a freshman this year. Um, so that's kind of been our, our main four. And then, uh, you know, obviously with Vinny being our, you know, our number one guy, they can, you know, it's nice for them to kind of be around him, you know, a day on basis and learn from him as uh, him being a senior. And then two returners in Elias Berklin and Cole Madison, um, you know, it's really been kind of, we only travel play five, but it's been a, a six man effort, whether, you know, one, one is in, one is out um, traveling wise. So it's, uh, it's come together quite nicely. And, and the weird thing about golf is it is an individual sport, yeah. but college golf is a team sport. So kind of, you know, working together decisions you make on the golf course affect, you know, the other guys on the yeah. team as well as yourself. So you got you travel with five players, five people play in the tournament. Yes, but only not all of them count. No, four count. So we play three rounds. Um, all five play, and then we take the low four scores from each round. Is your team score, um, okay. and then that matches up obviously against the other, you know, the other teams. And then you know, so most of ours, I think we've had fifteen to eighteen teams in each event. Um, and then each one, they, they crown an individual champion. So you are playing individually, but you're yeah. playing for the team. And obviously the team one is, is more important, but it is nice, you know, like for Vinny, who has won three to the four in the fall. Um, you know, just a, a good leader, a great player, um, you know, bright future for him, I believe. He's, you know, he's got all the right tools. Yeah, and, uh, you know, golf is interesting. The number one player in the world doesn't win every tournament Absolutely. he plays in. Yeah. And so to think that Vinny's won three out of four mm -hmm. is uh, pretty spectacular. It really is. And it kind of goes back, um, you know, he had a good year last year. He was first team All-American, um, finished 19th at the national championship. And he had a great summer. He was invited to play in the Swedish national team. So he played in the British Am. He played in the biggest European amateur championships. They won the European team championships for Sweden. First time in 58 years, um, got an exemption into European tour event. Um, the Scandinavian invitation missed the cut, but you know, that's, you know, he's, hmm. he's smart that way to where he took a lot, took everything from that, the experience being around those, you know, top players top in the world. Players, yeah. Um, wow. yeah. And he's just kind of come back. And, and that's the thing with Vinny is, you know, like you mentioned, the number one in the world, you know, players in the world don't win every week. Well, Vinny can win when he doesn't have his best because he's, he's, you know, he's tough mentally. Um, his game is, is just so good to where doesn't need his best to win yeah but when he does have his best it's very impressive yeah, to watch I, I would imagine you know he he uh, after the after they win uh the tweet that came out showed the scorecard and uh he uh, very uh, self-deprecating tweeted out about his seven right on i think it was the fourth hole it was yes uh triple bogey uh what he didn't tweet about was the three consecutive birdies he made right after that right which uh obviously that's the mental toughness you're right. talking about right Is absolutely to put a bad and, hole behind you yeah and, and he's not the type of player where you know our conversations that we have on the golf course are not it's not me telling him what to do or this is a better idea it's it's more of confirmation so i was on the next tee um, it was a drivable par four, so the decision was either lay up or, or kind of go for it. And he got up to the tee. We didn't have any conversation about the previous hole. Confirmed what he was going to hit off the tee. Went about his way and birdied three of the next four holes. Yeah. You know, to shoot one under on the front with a triple. That's um, amazing. It, it, it really is. And, and you can't, you know, just where, where he is and what he's learned with, you know, maybe not so much here. He's learned a lot here. <laughs> but I think what he's learned back home with his experiences kind of, you know, makes him... Yeah. He's different now, obviously, than where he was when he was a freshman. Yeah. Well, we are, uh, uh, as I, I uh, said yesterday, told a lot of people, you know, 
we're really proud of the team. We're proud of, of you as the coach. We're excited about what we uh, what we see in the future, right? It's a part of the part of the challenge of being ranked number one now right. is uh, the expectations Absolutely. are incredibly high. Uh, but from an institutional standpoint, I think uh, what you're showing us and what uh, I think all of us can take from this is that uh, Georgia Southwestern. Uh, we don't have to be second to anybody right. uh, our, right. our students are capable they are, are, are what we teach our faculty uh, are, are are not second to anybody no, we have not. incredible talent here right. and, uh, and and we we can compete yes against no anyone anywhere uh, in anything absolutely. and we shouldn't uh, think of ourselves a second uh, rate uh, in any way you know and I and, and I and it's personally kind of meant something to me this week um, last week uh we went to uh board of regents meeting was at the at georgia uga right and of course they put on this incredible show of wealth and success and you know just all the amazing things that they do and uh, then uh, last weekend i went and spent a day with uh, kyle marrero the president at georgia southern and uh, again, Georgia Southern has 26,000 students, mm -hmm. two campuses, uh, building buildings, uh, you know, three or four buildings are under construction. Yeah. And, and you just, you, you just, you know, you leave there thinking, oh my gosh, you know, these places are incredible. Yeah. And, it, and it makes you start to wonder a little bit about, you know, what are we doing? Yeah, what and, can we do? Uh, and so yesterday, um, yesterday we had the, chief operating officer and the executive vice president from Sam's Club on campus, Dakota Smith. Uh, he was here as a guest of our of one of our faculty members, uh, spoke to our students and was uh, really telling me what he thought about this place yeah. and how pretty it was and and how good the students were. And obviously uh, our faculty were yeah. connected uh, in such a, a really nice way. And so uh, that starts to make you feel a little bit better. And then went over to lunch uh, and I met uh, Chris Zerwonka, who is a microbiology lab coordinator for JLA over in Albany, which is a, a food safety uh, company. Okay. And he was sitting with our uh, chemistry and biology faculty and he, he stopped me and said, uh, you know, we, I'm here, this is my first trip to campus, but I'm here because of all the students that we hire, the students that come out of GSW are by far the best wow. and advanced. And uh, we want more of them. Right. And uh, he started telling me about their company and they have 15 locations across the country and they're adding uh, another uh, four or five in different locations. Uh, and, and this is a guy that says, you know, the students that we hire from your institution are better than anybody else that we get and and i'm here today to find out what you're doing and how we can get more of them and then the and then the golf team comes out number one in the country and all of a sudden my day goes from oh my gosh we are you know we're just this little place mm -hmm. uh, you know compared to these other huge institutions and it turns around to oh my gosh we are incredible right we can right. do we, we should be holding our head up high and uh, feeling good about what's going on and here. it's kind of interesting you mentioned that i got a kind of a little bit of a story my first year here i got the job it was september of 2012 and the first two kids i brought on campus nobody had ever heard of gsw 
So, you know, kind of took me back a little bit. I'm thinking, you know, if nobody knows about this, how hard is this going to be to recruit here? And, um, you know, obviously being number one and, you know, in I think 2014, 15, we cracked the top 15 and it kind of changed it a little bit. But once people know, you know, with your story and, and the people we had on campus yesterday, I, th I think once they know and see that word spreads tremendously. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now you're the senior coach yes but let's uh, confirm we, it's not we, by we, age it's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we uh we had a little fun with coach uh earlier this year he is now the the uh, among our our coaches in the athletic department he is the longest serving mm -hmm. here at Correct. gsw and so that uh, that experience and those stories uh, now, I guess, uh, carry a lot of weight. Absolutely. And uh, you have to you have to share those experiences yes. with the other guys. And, and I ladies. managed to dodge my way out of the the pie, the coach last night. You for did. that reason, I was working the soccer game. So <laughs> I said, I've done many pies in the face. So let's have the new coaches do it. Well, when you're the number one coach in the country, you don't <laughs> right. have to take a pie to the face. You know, and uh, for those of you who didn't join our soccer game last night, it was. Uh, uh, pie to the face night uh, for raising funds for the student uh, make a wish make a wish uh, foundation through our student uh, athletic uh, council yes and uh, they they did a great job raising funds and I saw a lot of the coaches and our athletic director and Christy Ward was over there yes. getting a, a pie in the face and so we appreciate everybody doing that great way to raise some money but I did fun. notice that you didn't have to do that. Yeah. So, yes. uh, well done. That's that uh, comes with years of experience. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, couple things to uh, uh, to make sure everybody knows about next week. Uh, health insurance open enrollment starts. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it starts Monday, and I want to thank Gina and all the folks over in the HR office. They've had several information sessions this week. I, I went to one and uh, it was very helpful. Uh, picked up some good tips and uh, found out a couple of ideas about how I could check on my own um, uh, enrollment uh, items to make sure I'm making the right choices. Uh, but I wanna remind everybody that starts next week. And so it is, uh, we do have to go in and certify two things. One, are you a smoker or not a smoker, tobacco user, I guess. Uh, and if, you're, if you don't tell them, they're gonna charge you an extra $100 a month. So you have to say, I'm not, if you're not, um, or you'll get charged that extra $100. And then the other is a spouse. Um, uh, if your spouse is working for a company that offers or provides health benefits and your spouse chooses not to take those and instead enrolls at, uh, at GSW on our health benefits, you will be charged a $100 uh, per month uh, fee. If, and so you have to go in and, and certify if that's not the case. So, um, so people, that's another $100. So you know, if you don't do this and don't do it right, you could be getting charged an extra $200 per month and I want to make sure everybody understands that that's why it's so important that people are aware and uh, do this right. Uh, call HR if you have any questions or need information about how to get that done. And uh, they'll be sure to, to get you in the right direction. couple of events coming up. Uh, Saturday we have the uh, Student African American Brotherhood 9th Annual Summit right here at GSW. I think our uh, Saab group is one of the... <laughs> 
one of the few or one of the first uh, in the state of Georgia. And we talked last week a little bit about our African-American men and their success rate at the university. Uh, they trail behind the, uh, some of the other groups. African-American women were at about 74% uh, retention and success. Uh, the men, African-American men were down around 58%. And so we wanna make sure to support these groups that are designed to help uh, our African-American men uh, connect and uh, find success here at the university. So that is Saturday, and I want everybody to pay, make, uh, make sure we're supporting them in, in all the ways that we can. Tomorrow, Friday, the Enactus uh, annual ribs and chicken sale. If you haven't uh, already uh, secured those items, you need to uh, get in touch with Enactus. Uh, through the College of Business. I know I, we get some every time and they're always great. They do a great job cooking the ribs and uh, you can get either one slab of ribs or two chickens, depending Correct. on they are what you want for 20 bucks. Uh, and they're really good. So that's tomorrow. And uh, just a, uh, looking ahead, uh, we secured a commencement speaker this year, Senator Freddie Powell Sims. Uh, our local state senator will be joining us as our commencement speaker for uh, commencement. And so I'm looking forward to having Senator Sims with us. She's done a great job for us the last uh, several sessions up at the state capitol. And I'm excited to have her here and to uh, hear her message to our students. So Absolutely. we're looking forward to that. And uh, one other event that I'm really excited about, the visual arts uh, department is uh, partnering with a uh, couple of local groups, the uh, Arts Council, Sumter County Arts Council, for the uh, Empty Bowls Project. This is really, uh, I think, very, very neat. Uh, our students and faculty and some other artists will be uh, making uh, up to 200 bowls, and they sell each bowl for $20, and they raise, hopefully, will raise $4,000 for the Harvest of Hope Food Pantry. And so if you're interested in uh, participating November 2nd from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. at the First Presbyterian Church of Americas, you can uh, buy a bowl and also have some soup. Uh, Steve Miller, owner of the Little Brothers Bistro, uh, always provides uh, the soup for the day and is doing so again. Uh, looks like tomato, basil, vegetarian bisque and loaded potato. Uh, if you know anything about me, you'll know I'll be going for the loaded potato. I, I think I know as well. <laughs> so, uh, but great, uh, this is such a neat project because it, uh, it combines our art and, and the students and their ability to create art with uh, business selling uh, their their product, uh, but also uh, volunteerism and giving back and being a part of something uh, really uh, impactful on the lives of others. And so uh, really pleased and excited about this project and congratulations to the students and faculty that make that happen. And so we hope everybody uh, will participate in that uh, coming up on November 1st. So, uh, and uh, one final uh, date to remember, just put this in your uh, calendar, November the 16th. You know what day that is, right, Coach? Mm, I'm not sure that I do. That's Serge's 10th birthday. No way. Yeah. Wow, it's a big day. It's mm -hmm. a big day. So we're going to have a big birthday party. It's a Saturday, November 16th, uh, Perfect. 10 years ago. Serge uh, came to us here at Georgia great. Southwestern. And so we'll be celebrating a great big uh, birthday party. 
and uh, looking forward to that. Now, Coach, um, I'm sure everybody can hear when you talk that uh, you're not, you got an interesting uh, accent. Tell us where you're from. Um, originally from Canada, uh, still hold a Canadian passport. Okay, so the golf tournament, we're having the president's golf tournament. When is that? It is tomorrow morning and afternoon. Yeah, you said that pretty American. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Canadian, the tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, you guys are great, and uh, we appreciate that uh, you, you, uh, you make it back down here every year. I know you go home and visit some uh, family and friends up Absolutely. in Canada every year, and yep. uh, it's, uh, uh, it's quite a bit different. It is a little bit. It, you know, I do get the question, you know, what's the difference or what's better? Or what's There's things that are better here. There's things that are better up there. Um, I think for what I do with the weather, we'll, we'll take the south. <laughs> um, but I do get home at Christmas time and kind of enjoy about four or five feet of snow and negative 40 degree temperatures. Um, for those that um, aren't familiar with Fahrenheit and Celsius, they do meet up in negative 35. <laughs> So when I say negative 40, that's negative 40 Fahrenheit. Um, you know, how I always wonder how I grew up doing that. I grew up ice fishing, snowmobiling, skiing, all those things. And, you know, I haven't been up there, lived up there since 2003. Um, and it's crazy to go back. And I can't wait to come back down here after a couple of weeks bet. and kind of, oh you know, even if it's 45 <laughs> above, then I'll enjoy that. I, I kind of say I've never been ice fishing. Hey, it's not something I think I would do anymore. Yeah. Um, I think when you're 14 years old, it's it's. Uh, well, how do you get the, how do you get the ice to bite the hook? The ice to bite the hook. That's a good one. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not fishing for ice. No, no, oh, I got it. No, um, it's it's come a long way. <laughs> um, it's uh, it used to just kind of be. You know, you build a fire on the ice with a tarp and hope the wind's not blowing 30 miles an hour. Now they have all these little tents with heaters and radios, and it's a little more luxurious yeah. now. See, that's see, see, the shocking part to me is I don't think I've ever been on a, a slab of ice that used to be a lake mm -hmm. that's thick enough that you could have a heater on it. I know. And not melt it. Or build a fire. Or, <laughs> or build, a fire. build a fire. I've <laughs> seen trucks. I've seen cars. I've seen everything on ice. It's, it's crazy how that happens. And... Um, when you're on it, I guess you just don't, you don't think about it, but if, if you do think about it, you're probably not going to be on it very long. That is amazing. I, uh, that, that experience is, is, I probably would enjoy it for like a few minutes, but as you mentioned, the, the temperature seems awful cold. You're not going to catch uh, very much ice in no. a few minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, we, uh, uh, we also want to talk a little bit about We've talked about your, your golf team and the way they play, right. and certainly they're great players. But they're good guys. Yeah. And good students. Right. And I know that uh, we, talk, we talk a lot about athletics as uh, and the competition, and we talk about the games, and we talk about how that, you know, how that uh, impacts the students and, and the fans and all that. But uh, talk a little bit about the students as, as uh, or athletes as students. Right. And the... the the, the way that they work in, I mean, they're traveling during class periods yeah. and they're, uh, they're having to keep up with their coursework. So how do you, as a coach, how do you manage that part of the process and, and who on campus kind of works with you to make that happen? Right. It, it, it's tough. Um, I think for us, we miss Monday, Tuesdays. I think we just missed the last two Monday, three Monday, Tuesdays in a row. So we missed four in the fall 
you know, probably six or seven in the spring. Um, it's tough. I think one of, you know, just talking with other coaches and through the years, and I think one of the things that is beneficial is that there's not too much you're doing on the road. That most of them get it done ahead of time, and they've learned the hard way sometimes of not doing that. Um, you know, I think we're lucky enough that 90% of my guys are taking some sort of business, so they're in the same classes together. So they can do a lot of the work together. Um, I think the older they get, the more, you know, if they've been in another school, they kind of know, know how it works. It, it, there's not a whole lot I do at this point, you know, obviously reminding them you know, when we get back, we got to go to class tomorrow, let's get caught up. And that's kind of where we are now. We're in the off season and, you know, they're all getting caught up. And, you know, I think one of them had a, a test to take Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. We got back at 1.30. Wow. Oh. Um, so, and, you know, they understand it. Um, you know, and, and I think when they sometimes when they fail with that, they okay, I need to be a little bit better. And um, you know, the, there is a little bit of work done on the road, but they, you know, they kind of don't let it, you know, get in the way of anything. And they do it when they need to do it. You know, the longer trips are doing it in the van, which is good. Or, you know, after the practice run, we get a little bit of time, and and, and they kind of knock it out, which is which is good. Yeah. Now you guys have a have a really nice van. We do. Uh, you it's. Relatively new, I think we're in year three. Yep, the birthday will be February second. Say no, that birthday, and I don't know. Surge, surge. It's uh, and that was that was a, a donor, uh, donor gift. Right, and, we uh, had uh, some alumni and some uh, friends of of the program that you know helped us uh, pay for that in a very quickly manner, which you know was nice. And yeah. it's it's very it's a good addition. It's uh, it's very nice for these longer trips to to travel in that and kind of you know, have a little bit more room and travel in style. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a moving billboard as well for the school. It certainly is. And it's, uh, but, but inside the van, I mean, it's got, it's got Wi-Fi. We have Wi-Fi. Uh, so the students can connect to their, yes. uh, to their computers and, and keep up with the, if they're taking classes or right. the online portion. And, yep. uh, and then they have access to obviously television and right. uh, uh, the internet and all that kind yes. of stuff. So, uh, so even when they're on the road, they still have access yes. and can still do some of those things. Obviously, they're, they're not going to spend all their time uh, doing school work, but uh, it is available to them, and right. we make that available. And I'm sure you talk about it with them, making yeah. sure they stay at the, yeah, on top absolutely. of things. Absolutely, it's 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 nice. Even if we've got an hour and a half drive to Columbus for a tournament, or you know, this past one was seven hour ride to North Carolina. It's you know, obviously there's a little bit of sleeping going on, but if you can get it done, like I said before, then they don't have to worry about it when we're there. You know, we're three four day trips, and you know, if they can get stuff done ahead of time on the way back. You know, with a little bit of sleep, then it's uh, it's a huge benefit. It's it's been really good. Yeah. So uh, athletes, uh, golf athletes, certainly baseball, softball, uh, all of our athletes. Really, the many times uh, you're you're leaving early in the morning or getting back late uh, late uh, or very early. As you said, right. one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning yeah. sometimes. Um, and so keeping the students motivated to get up, go to class is, is I'm sure, part of uh, the challenge. Yes, These it is. These are still young people, right? Yeah, right. It, it is. And it, they get it, though. And again, I think it goes back to the younger ones. When I say it to the younger ones, sometimes it might not kick in. But when you miss Christy Ward's class, it'll kick in very quickly. <laughs> so that is one that we, you know, we, we try not to miss um, as she is pretty much in charge of everything as far as student athletes in the classes and whatnot. Um, but they, they've done a really good job. Um, I, they understand it and I think you know whether we're getting back late or, or you know it's or it's the next day they you know for us we miss Monday Tuesday so they got two more days of class and then with no class Friday it's yeah. kind of like let's get it done and then we're on the road again right so um, they've been good I'm, I'm lucky enough and I think a lot of it goes to you know I look at football I look at soccer I look at basketball and it we're such a smaller group 
that I think I kind of know a little bit more personally about each of them. I see them every day. It's it's more of a one-on-one -on -one with golf than it is, you know, with basketball. It might be plays they got to run and, and things like that. And um, you know, one of the neat things I wanted to touch on too is, you know, being number one in the country is is all the guys that I have that have played for me here, or guys before I got here, or even guys that I coached when I was at the previous school have reached out and you know to kind of catch up with them. I think is 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 pretty neat that for them to neat. reach out and you know guys I haven't talked to four or five years and they they see that and you know they're pretty excited for it. And that builds that pride in the institution, absolutely. Right? And they're right. excited to see their school uh, achieve. Uh, number one yeah. yeah that's pretty cool and, and I think even with the you know the number one obviously it puts a little bit of a target on your back but to see you know the wins you know you know team wins is you know big we've had individual wins in the past couple of years not too many team wins in the bigger events so to kind of get these you know really good finishes in, in these four tournaments that we played is you know the guys kind of see that success they know the teams that we're beating and, and they recognize that yeah uh, it's been it's been great fun to watch um you know the interesting thing and I, you know i don't i haven't personally watched a lot of college golf right. in my uh life but uh the other day you guys were down i think behind by about six or seven strokes yeah and and you think at a normal golf tournament six or seven strokes it's is tough. a lot it is a lot uh in college golf like i said when you got four players uh six or seven strokes can disappear it can flip in a heartbeat i mean that's <laughs> you've got five guys playing and you know the one guy that his scores and counting at that time makes a couple birdies well that changes and this guy makes two bogeys and that's four shots in 20 minutes yeah it's amazing right and and we had uh, we came back from the one in columbus when we won i think we we're down um six going into the final round and then this past tuesday we we're down i believe it was eight and we had a little bit of weather come in um, which kind of probably played a little bit in our mm -hmm. favor. It's you kind of getting out of a rhythm, and but we had a really, you know, besides, um, you know, Vinny's kind of rough start. He brought it back, but we had a really good start on on the front nine there, and and then the key holes for us were, you know, the back nine. There's quite a few tricky holes, and that's when the rain came. But it can it can turn turn very quickly, and I think that one kind of, you know, as a total team effort with that. We had you know some guys scores that didn't count, some that did. You know, Cole Madison shot. You know his career best at GSW uh -huh. the 66 on Tuesday, and um, that's the thing. Every coach in college golf will tell you it's hard to get four good scores every day every out day. of five guys. That's tough. It it really is, and I think that's the main thing that we've had this fall is that when one of our you know whoever it is struggles, there's always that one guy that's kind of backed him up, and um, I think that's been a huge part of our success. And even with the six guys, because we've changed it in and out between the six where. Yeah. You know, some have been out, some have been in, and it's uh, it's been a total team effort, which is awesome to see. Now, coaching on uh, on the golf course, uh, these the players carry their own bags, correct? So they don't have a caddy, mm -hmm. uh, but you're allowed to coach them, right? Talk to them, help yep. them. Uh, the way I explain that to people when they ask is, I can do everything but carry their bag. So I can read putts, I can walk with them for three, four holes, um, talk about shots. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of, it's unique and it's, you know, it's such a quiet atmosphere that there's not, you know, there's not a lot of hoorah, things like that. It's just a calming, for most of them, it, it's just confirmation. So I kind of am like their caddy, you know, when yeah. you see it on TV, they're, it's 
confirming numbers and you know decisions and things like that so it's we strategically kind of have places where they would like me to be usually it's par threes or par fives on the second shot or the tougher holes just somebody to kind of confirm and um, you know whether you know if I'm on a par three tee giving numbers I'll read you know the putts and kind of watching the previous players so that when the other guys come through yeah you know so it's it's kind of the small little things like that that you know that's our game film you know our yardage books are our game film so we do a lot in the practice rounds with with that yeah. and, uh, well it's yeah. amazing because you know professionally got one caddy yeah. one golfer and you're yeah. out there trying to take care of five right. guys right. and uh, yeah. uh, still pretty amazing and I know people may not uh, realize the amount of work and effort and like I said the, the planning and strategy right. and uh, that goes into it so we appreciate that uh, you take the time and Absolutely. work with our young men not only as golfers but as as uh, students right and uh, as young men making sure they are developing and ready for life, whatever yes. it is. You mentioned people calling you back, and I know yeah. you've got alumni that are out there uh, doing all kinds of things Absolutely. in their lives, and uh, hopefully they're still playing golf, but yep, they're, most not, of them are. they're not professional. <laughs> no. And no. Uh, they're out there just living life and yeah. uh, doing well, and uh, we think those lessons uh, carry over Absolutely. in being an athlete, uh, whether it's golf or any of our other sports. It, it enhances that educational and development experience right. that happens here at the university. So. We appreciate the, uh, the time and because uh, when you're because when the students are getting in at one o'clock, that means you're getting in at one o'clock, too, right? Correct. And Correct. so uh, we uh, we know that coaches put in a lot of time, mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of uh, windshield time. Absolutely. Uh, and traveling with our teams and, and making sure everything goes well. Uh, that's part of what makes this place so special is the people that uh, help. And I want to want to recognize uh, this past Saturday. Uh, we, had, we had a lot of stuff going on here at the campus. We were still hosting the uh, theater uh, conference and, and many, many rooms were booked and, and it, was, it was raining and it was just a really kind of a yucky, wet uh, day on Saturday. And so there were several events that needed to be uh, relocated and, and moved inside. I want to thank Jeff Green uh, with the theater uh, department uh, for really uh, working with uh, the campus to make sure that people could get inside he he, he uh, freed up some rooms and rescheduled some things and so we appreciate that and then uh, our, our friends and neighbors over here uh, that, uh, that that rent the old uh, former president's home uh, children's services they uh, they had their big fundraising event poor for the for poor for a purpose it was supposed to be uh, out at the uh, winery and uh, they couldn't do it out there and so at the last minute I mean it was Friday afternoon uh, they asked if they could use one of our facilities and I know that uh, Shane uh, Allgood and and Ted Norris and and Jenna Lee Johnson uh, we're all involved in coordinating, getting the, getting the electricity, getting the technology, uh, getting the food service, uh, everything pulled together in a very short time so that they could have that event on Saturday. And, it, and uh, the word back to, uh, to me and to everybody was that it was a great event. They had a lot of success and uh, the folks that they had sold tickets to uh, really appreciated and enjoyed the uh, afternoon here at GSW. So I want to thank everybody who makes those kinds of things happen. Uh, we are, as we said, we're a small community and a family. And when our local community needs us and uh, we can respond, that's such a positive thing. And so just another example of, of institutionally how we, uh, how we do great things and we don't even probably know it. We don't even think about it. We just do it 
and don't realize that uh, it's a special thing that we do here in the way that we do it. And so uh, I'll mention again, we shouldn't, uh, shouldn't think of ourselves as less than anybody else. We are uh, mm -hmm. certainly capable of being as good and invaluable and important and uh, successful as anybody else out there. And coach, we want to thank you and your team for telling us and showing us that uh, when Absolutely. you're out there competing. It's been fun. And uh, we're, we'll be, you get a couple weeks off, right? We do. We're off till February, actually. Off till so we're February. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so we first get started back in February. And where's that first one? Uh, Kiowa Island. Kiowa Island. Oh, yes, we're going for very, the big things. Yes, yeah, the nice one. It's, <laughs> oh uh, it's not always nice, though. We, it's either 40 degrees and raining or we get 65. But it, yeah. it's, it's, you know, you but talk about one of those. Stunning golf course. Though. It is. Oh. So we're right on the ocean. And, you know, you talk about the, you know, the experience, the life experiences. And this is kind of one of those ones where I've had players from Arizona and Scotland have never have a chance to go play, yeah. you know, at a golf course like that. And, then, you know, obviously we want to win and do well but that's kind of part of it they can look back on that as well absolutely i've never been i want to go come on down yeah, we got a spot for you in the van <laughs> all right you might have to cook though <laughs> i understand somebody had to get the van started oh, the other yeah, day so uh, minor error I minor can, error with the battery i all right batteries all right you need me to cook i can cook <laughs> perfect i can do macaroni and cheese or something. <laughs> all right uh, jonathan thank you again for uh, helping us out Coach, thank you for coming and spending a little bit of time with us. And, My pleasure. Uh, again, we're, we're uh, so excited and congratulations on being number one ranked team in the country. Sure. And we want to congratulate Vinny, uh, number one player Absolutely, in uh, Division yes. Two at the, at the moment. And yes. so that is a uh, really incredible accomplishment. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, the spring season and uh, following you guys as you continue uh, the march towards the national tournament and uh, we know you'll you'll do well and and we appreciate again the the, the, the discussion about these are student athletes right. and the commitment that you make and that they make to not just being uh, athletes here but to being good students and being a part of our campus and uh, I know almost everybody on campus knows these guys and yeah. uh, appreciates yeah. them as being good guys but uh, also involved in other things I Absolutely. mean I saw them last night at the soccer game yep. they were they were picking up flags yeah. and, and uh, getting the balls as, you know, serving as ball boys for the game. I and mean, there's number one team in the country. Right. And they're, uh, you know, they're just doing what, doing what, doing what they have to be done. Absolutely. It's a part uh, of it. And so it's really cool to see. And we, uh, we're excited for you guys. Uh, hope everybody has a great weekend. Uh, again, tomorrow is the uh, President Classic Golf Tournament. And we'll be out there having a good time raising money yes, uh, for the university. And I know that uh, we're expecting the weather to be beautiful. And, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to play no matter what. There's no refunds. No <laughs> refunds. Everybody paid their money, and we're going to have a good time no matter what. So I uh, hope everybody has a great weekend. And uh, we'll be back next week for uh, the next edition of the What's in the Cup podcast.